welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damien and Jared. On today's podcast, we discuss the best horror films of the 90s. All right, gentlemen, this is going to be the final installment of the 90s best of favorite uh, 90s films. So we've done, I don't know, five episodes. So we're, we're wrapping it up with horror. I said best. I think, I mean, my list is more favorites. Damien, is, is your list going to be best, what you think is the best, or more favorites? Yeah, that's definitely favorites for me. All right, and Jared, like, who knows what the fuck your list is going to be? Like, my list, the honorable mentions are all, like, oh, no, those are good movies, and then the real movies, like, the top five are going to be, like, you're gonna be all going to be like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I assumed, Jared, that at some point you were going to have something that was, like, not a horror movie, but you thought it was, like, so bad that you're like, this is a horror movie for me. Like, I feel like you're going to slip, like, Phantom Menace. Oh, uh, I wish I was that clever. Okay. Ooh, that would have been good. <laughs> yeah, I thought, about, I thought about doing it, but then I was like, that's too, like, on brand. You know? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, this is a tricky one, right? Like, horror is so subjective. Like, when I say that, okay, you could say Christmas movies, right? And most Christmas movies have to do with something... Like, it has to do with Christmas for the most part, right? Horror movies, there's no, like, it's not like it's on Halloween. So what, what, Jared, like, what do you think, a, what makes a horror movie? What, what is a, when someone says a horror movie or someone says it's this genre, like, what puts it in that genre for you? Like, mine, I kind of spread it out. Like, I have some that are just, like, goofy and fucking stupid. I've got movies that, I don't know if you'd call them horror movies, but, like, they scared me. Okay. Um... So then there's like just like certain tropes, like things like haunted houses or uh, maybe like something invades something. So it's kind of because like there's so many subgenres to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like uh, a haunting or like someone's possessed or like there's a kid with a fucking knife that looks creepy, like something like that, you're saying? Right. Okay. Yeah, there's not, and then, but then you have like horror comedy, like you have shit like Zombieland or like Army of Darkness and that kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, I think like. Like something like Shaun of the Dead, right? Which obviously is not in the 90s. Um, but that is a comedy, but it's also a horror movie. Right. So I would have a hard time, like if Shaun of the Dead, if we were doing 2000s, would I put that in comedy? Or would I put that in horror? Because I don't want to overlap, right? Damien, same question. Like what makes something a horror movie deal? Yeah, this is really tough. And I never thought about this until I was going through trying to put together this list. Because the, the things that are like on my top five are by and large pretty different um they're all i did check with imdb and they're all labeled as horror so you know i didn't break <laughs> okay. the rules right um but i don't yeah i don't actually i don't i don't know that i can articulate uh what the the element is that makes it horror yeah because i mean you and i we've talked about on the pod for i think two years in a row we did x amount of what we considered like horror movies the month of, of halloween so in october and mm -hmm. then we did christmas movies Christmas movies were very easy, I thought. Horror movies, we tried to like sneak some in there. And then yeah. we're like, eh, do we need to watch that? Like the only thing I think Christmas that you're like, is it a Christmas movie or is it a horror movie was Krampus. <laughs> yeah. I think well, we watched that for Christmas. I think we did. Um, the and only, Nightmare Before Christmas, I guess. Yeah. But that's that more, Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween or a Christmas movie, not a horror movie. Right. It's like Ernest Scared Stupid, which I I'm going to guess is on your list at some point, at least honorable mentions. That is not a horror movie, but it's a 
Halloween movie, so does that make it a horror movie? Yeah. I... Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> thought so. It's not a, so spoiler alert. It's not in my top five, largely because IMDb didn't say that it's or said that it's not a horror movie. Right. Um, but we'll talk about it at some point. It'll be didn't on some it, list. Didn't you put Ninja Turtles in a sci-fi movie? List, yeah, that's, but it's not sci-fi. That's why I'm making a big deal about the whole IMDb checking thing because I didn't right. follow the instructions last time, and this time I did. All right. So the two, the, well, the three rules we have, the guidelines we have on these. We can't have said a movie that was on another podcast. Uh, if if it happens, it is what it is. Has to be in the '90s, Tyler, <laughs> even though he's not on this pod. Um, and then it has to be on IMDb, one of the categories, because sometimes they have like ten categories per movie. It has to have said horror. I think we got it. I think we're gonna. I think we're all gonna be good. I think we're gonna be okay. All right. So we're gonna go, uh, Damien first. Mm. Your top five, number five. Best or favorite horror movie of the 90s is? Yeah, definitely not best. This is more favorite. Uh, 1992, so we're in the 90s. Um, <laughs> medieval warfare, comedy, horror, and time travel. As just mentioned, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Bruce Campbell, classic movie. Right. Super classic. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm asking why. Um, I think that... I don't know. This is just a fun movie. I, I don't remember the first time I saw it. It definitely mm. wasn't. I can't imagine it was in 1992. I feel like it would have been later than that. Um, but, but yeah, there's something about the combination of the crazy, like over the top, so well done makeup and like ridiculous effects and the like silly storyline um, that I, you know, immediately thought was, was pretty fantastic and yeah. I actually didn't watch uh, the earlier movies um, what are the Evil Dead Evil 1 Dead, or Evil 2 Dead. yeah which I think there's a, a camp of people who say that Army of Darkness is inferior because it's like a copy or just like a rinse repeat of some of those which mm. which like I said I haven't even haven't even seen them but this is the first one of this like kind of series that I saw and uh, yeah I don't know it's just like and, and, and this is probably the reason why it's like a cult classic because it's just such a fun movie you said you didn't, you don't remember seeing it, especially when it came out. I don't think anybody saw this movie when it came out. I don't yeah. think. I, I mean, I don't. I think this is like the quintessential, um, just kind of like dark horse cult classic type of movie. I think. Yeah. I mean, I have no recollection of being a child and even knowing about this movie. So I know I saw it like well into probably my late teens, early twenties. Yeah. Yeah, Jared, I think you're that, probably right. Is that on your list? It is not on my list. All right, so number five for Jarrett. Number five is not a. Uh, it's not a good movie. <laughs> okay. uh, it is a movie. It is a movie called Species, which if you if you forget uh, or have never seen it, I believe it stars Natasha. I can't say Natasha, Natasha Henstridge, Henstridge. Yep. Tom Sizemore and is it. Uh, the girl from CSI, Marg Helgenberger, I want yeah. to say. Marg Helgenberger, yes. yeah. Yes. Now, this movie is not scary. It is not good. Uh, but it was what it did have was uh, a naked Natasha Henstridge uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. And at a time in my life when porn was just not readily available, what we did have was Species on HBO on repeat for a period of about three months. So, so that's where this movie 
occupies <laughs> I would in say its importance in my life. Anybody in our age group that uh, man, I guess man or woman, um, it could have played an integral part in your uh, your uh, those years, Natasha Henstridge. Yeah. Yes. So okay. By the way, whatever happened to her? Did she? Did she? Is she alive? She, she was in the whole nine yards. She was. I remember the, that in the sequel. Yep, yep. I don't know if she was in the sequel. Yeah. I just remember in that movie specifically. Does she not murder a dude in the jacuzzi while having sex? Yes. That okay. that is her move. She just has sex with people and murders them in the middle of it. Okay. Not a lot of dialogue. Uh, I don't. I, she may not speak. Uh, she's. I mean, I, I would imagine that she has to speak. Is she? murdering people for procreation? I don't remember why. Yes. Like- uh, I mean, I haven't watched it since <laughs> I got old enough to buy actual pornography, but uh, <laughs> it is something... I do remember a scene where, like, she has sex with a guy, then she kills him, and, like, she has the ki- she has the baby, like, right there. That's what it is. is she in- yeah. becomes instantly pregnant. Right. Okay. And then she's gives- like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. And he's like, not yet. And she's like, shut up, and kills him, and then just then has the baby. I just remember it being like painfully '90s. It is. I can't imagine being anything other than painfully yeah. '90s. But it had like a bunch of sequels, did it not? Uh, I they were they had to be all direct to video. I can't imagine they were. I mean, were they were yeah. in theaters. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she was in any of the sequels. Hmm. Who could they okay. recast her with? That would be funny. This yeah. is a movie that I definitely don't want to rewatch because it's going to be awful. Yeah. Um, but I have such fond memories for all the reasons that Jared just mentioned. Like, I, the, yeah, I watched this movie probably forty-seven times on stolen yes. cable. I remember on top of the 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 bunch of nudity. Like, I enjoyed this movie as like yeah. a as like a fifteen-year-old. I don't remember what year Dan, uh, Jared said it came out, but I remember thinking like violent nudity. Like I, at that point, you're like fifteen. What more do you want in a movie? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, was Forrest Whitaker in that in that one? Ooh, I think I so. I think he was. Yeah. yeah. I think I remember seeing this, and th- I feel like this is a super uh, unknown movie, uh, with also with Forrest Whitaker, Ghost Dog. This is super random. Did anyone oh, see the that? the Samurai yeah, yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That movie's terrible, but uh, I remember there... watching it a bunch. <laughs> is there another actor who is like, puts in decent performances, or is like, considered a pretty great actor who's been in worse movies cumulatively than Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> he's been in a lot of bad movies, he's but he's like a pretty movies. decent actor. Yeah. And he gives he... like a decent performance in pretty much everything. Yeah. He seems but like he's... a generally good dude. Like, I mean, I, I don't obviously yeah. don't know the guy personally, but he seems like pretty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like anybody with the name Forrest. Right. You got to be all right. He won, a, mm. he won an Oscar for something, didn't he? He did win an Oscar for something. I don't remember what it was, but I feel like it was something uh, like Crash Scott, or something like that. Scott Last Last King of Scotland was that a movie? It was. It, I don't know if that was. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. He played like yeah. a Nigerian, like something where he was like a leader or like a drug lord or something, right? Am I thinking? Uh, I, actually, am I thinking of the I right don't, movie? I, d- I don't. I think you might be thinking of Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> Saul Guerrero? Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> All right. So my number five is a movie that is near and dear to my heart, and I know Damien's as well. 1996, Dusk Till Dawn. It's maybe, a great pick. Maybe my favorite George Clooney movie of all time, which 
I'm not a huge George Clooney guy, but I love this movie. Um, superstar performance by Cheech Marin, playing like two two of the most creepy fucking characters ever. I just remember going into this movie. I don't remember when I saw it. I would imagine around the time it came out. I certainly didn't see it in the theater. You're watching it. You have an understanding of like who, uh, of, of who George Clooney is based on ER, right? A little bit of who Quentin Tarantino is based on like what he's directed in a couple movies he's been in. Uh, but at no point did I expect, and maybe it's because I didn't see the trailers, I never expected, you know, Salma Hayek's doing her thing. And again, I think a, a pivotal moment in all of our, probably all of our lives at that point. <laughs> I never expected them to turn into vampires and the shit show it turned into at that point. Terrible no. special effects, but still really, really enjoyable. Ultra violent, super like bloodbath. And again, Cheech Marin, creepiest performance of all time. Both people he plays. Damien, I know you love this movie. Yeah. We've watched it. Yeah. This movie's not on my list, but uh, it did make my honorable mentions, and I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. I don't remember what uh, podcast it was, but earlier, uh, sorry, yesterday, I was just listening to old podcasts of ours, and this movie (laughs) came up, uh, and it was the episode where you asked me, like, what, if I remember what flavor uh, was at at the Titty Twister. Correct. Yeah. When when Cheech Cheech Marin is at the Titty Twister doing the uh, I don't know what he's doing. What would you say he's doing? I don't, I don't know. He's like soapboxing. It's like is oh, that yeah. a little bit, a yeah. little bit. And he's he's you know, he's he's, he's talk, talking about what maybe type of uh, what flavor of vagina they have available, <laughs> and it's um, it's Flavors. interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was my, one of my favorite all time like horror moments is the band. You don't know that they're vampires as well. And when they turn into vampires, their instruments turn into, like, bodies. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. various body pieces. It's a great, 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 terrible movie. Yeah. It's like an all-timer for me, terrible movie. But so good. Did Jared, you see... You, oh, hold sorry, on, Jared, you haven't said anything yeah. about it was. Dust this is actually... It's my number four, actually. Damn it. But, uh, <laughs> I know. But uh, the, the vampire coming out of nowhere thing, like, I... Th- I checked, and, like, the marketing did not have vampires in it. The marketing sold it as, like, a crime movie about these two brothers who, like, just robbed a bank. And a lot of it does not mention... <laughs> Is it? That, that, that might be why. Maybe I need to go back and watch yeah. the trailer for this, then. Is it odd that, like... I don't ever remember Quentin Tarantino being, like, the most deplorable character in the whole movie. <laughs> but he really is. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't really think of it. I, I don't remember him being... Like, I think about... Again, Cheech Marin being pretty terrible. I think about obviously like all the vampires, but you don't think about <laughs> Quentin Tarantino being a murderous, raping pedophile. Yeah, you're just like, oh, you he broke who, his brother out of out of jail. Like, good for him. You know, you know who was a good dude? Sex Machine. <laughs> Sex Machine was <laughs> a good dude. He was what a, was he his was a good name? Dude. The fo- he's a football player. What was his name? Is he? I thought he was. An old, he's an ex-football player, I thought. He's the one who had the uh, the gun as his the dick, gun right? Is, right. <laughs> the impossible gun with the, like, two barrels next to, or the two, like... Those, uh, were, those were his testicles, David. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And then isn't Tom Savini's in it, right? As, like, the the dude with the whip, right? But Tom Savini's like a like a creature guy. Am I, am I just thinking Wait, of doesn't all the Sex Machine? People? I thought Sex Machine also had the whip. I don't think so. Oh, I think Sex Machine good. only has the penis dick. The penis, the penis dick. dick. <laughs> the, uh, the, the penis gun. And and a penis dick. 
<laughs> All right, Damien. Hang on, we got to keep talking about that really quickly. Not the, the penis, penis dick. dick. <laughs> no. Um, did you ever see? Apparently, there was a TV show, an Army of Darkness TV show. Did you ever watch no, that? But Either of you? There was a Dust Till Dawn. TV uh, show. Sorry, sorry. That's what I meant. Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wilmer Valderrama was <laughs> in it, one of the main. Um, but Isa Gonzalez, who is the uh, who was in Baby Driver, she was um, mm. John Hamm's. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her name, but she's John Hamm's like girlfriend in that. Um, who's gone on to do a bunch of stuff. She was Selma Hayek's character in that, and had like a much bigger role. It was popular. I think it was on like two or three seasons. Yeah. No, I never watched it though. Jared, did you ever watch that? No, um, I have seen the uh, the sequel starring John Bon Jovi. Which is uh, right. just a just a tour de force. <laughs> I knew that there were sequels as well, um, which I've never seen. But yeah, man, I, I, how do you like? What is the? How do you expand on this IP? Like, I feel like they they you know they wrapped you, it up. You, you nicely. don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I recall, the sequel is the exact same thing. Like they're just doing something else before they get to the vampire bar. You were by the way, Jared. You were right. Tom Savini is Sex Machine, the guy with the whip. Fred Williamson okay. is Frost with the penis, with the gun penis. Two different characters. Yeah, I and thought that was right. Who's the, fo- who's the, the football player? Fred, Fred Williamson, who I'm pretty sure was okay. the next football player. And then gotcha. doesn't he remember Danny Trejo is the, the bartender? Oh, yeah. yes. Where you have to have a – what do you have to have? A, a truck trucker license, right? Yep. Like Harvey Keitel's like – he's like, I got a fucking RV. <laughs> Oh, man. If anybody was to say that George Clooney was going to be, like, at some point one of the biggest actors in the world, and that was, like, one of his first movies, I would have been like, nope. <laughs> no, see, I would have been like, yep. <laughs> this, guy, you could, this guy's got the goods. You could see it, huh? All right. All right, Damien, number four. All right, number four, 1999. Uh, there was already a long-form podcast that was done on this movie, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Son of a bitch. That is on yeah. my list. Yeah, if anybody hasn't hasn't listened to that episode that you and I believe just you and Rob did, right? Yeah, I think you were supposed to be on it and something happened where you couldn't be, but yeah. Yeah, that was a really good that was a really good episode. Um anyway. Uh yeah, I don't know. I really like this movie and I didn't think that I was gonna like it because I have like super uh I don't know, wishy washy on Johnny Depp. But right. he he was not super deppy, I feel like, at least sure. comparatively, uh, which which I feel like was good. Uh, this movie, like the original, not the original, but my like point of reference for uh, for this story with the animated uh, Legend yeah. of Sleepy Hollow movie, the cartoon, yeah. uh, was fantastic. I remember watching a bunch as a kid. Um, which, as a quick side note, I looked that one up to see. That was made in 1949, which is fucking crazy to me. Yeah, it's the Disney kind of short. It's with uh, yeah. Mr. Toad, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, it's like Ichabod and Mr. Toad something or yeah. other. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, super good. Uh, I love I love Halloween and like just autumn and I like the just the vibe of the movie. Uh, and so anyways, it's, this is just like a, a favorite. And it's one of those movies that despite the fact that I, I'm – I go back and forth on Johnny Depp. I can watch this movie a ton of times. Christina Ricci is fantastic in it. It's a good time. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, we talked about it on the pod. I think this is the, the least 
or maybe the most normal character or the least un- the most understated character that Depp has probably pl- played. Yeah. And this is before the tipping point of him being kind of a parody of himself, right? This is pre-Pirates uh, Caribbean. Uh, it's kind of pre-Burton becoming like a parody of himself too. Mm-hmm. But it's on my list, so I don't want to talk about it too much because you know I need to, I need to be able to have something to talk about when we get to uh, to mine. But real quick, is this? Do you think this is Depp's best movie? I mean, obviously, acting wise, it's not going to be his best movie, right? Something like Blow, or there's there's things he's been nominated for Academy Awards for. Yeah. But do you, is this like the most enjoyable of his movies? This is probably pretty high for me. I'd have to look at a list because I'm not good at remembering like who did what. Yeah. But um, but I feel like if I did do a gut reaction, I think this is going to be pretty high. Yeah, it's a pretty fun horror movie because i think that this is a pretty i mean there's a lot of violence in it it definitely has a very specific tone i think this would be considered like a a light-hearted horror movie uh yeah i'd agree with that yeah it's something like you could show i don't know like an early teenager you could sit with them and watch it and i wouldn't feel like bad about it where i wouldn't show them something like saw something that's over the top violent that makes Uh, sense right 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 that's like much more perverse than this is yeah, you know, rooted in American folklore. Sure, exactly. All right, Jarrett, uh, your number four is. Uh, it was Dust Till Dawn, but I can sw- I can swap in. I got a lot of honorable mentions that I could have swapped in here. Whatever uh, you want to do, sw- man. I'll swap in because I don't want to keep talking about Dust Till Dawn. Uh, for let's go with Blair Witch. <laughs> okay, okay, but I, dude, I haven't. I mean, we talked about Blair Witch on a pod. I don't. I, we talked about it on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pod because that was. Ninja Turtles was like the highest grossing. I didn't mean to cut you off, Jared, but Ninja Turtles was the oh, highest cool. grossing independent film up until Blair Witch came out, and then Blair Just Witch took that over. I don't remember. I, I've seen it once, and I remember it scaring the shit out of me to the point where I wouldn't want to watch it again. So I have no idea if this movie holds up, if it's good, if once you like understand the shtick, if it's if it if it's watchable again. Have you watched it again? Uh, I had not recently. I probably watched it again, maybe like five years later or something after that and i did watch the new one which is just not good um but when did did you see it when it came out or did you see it like after after a minute no i saw it in the theaters like when there was all the hype where there was still people who like the kind of the urban legend of it was that this was it was real right it was like a real snuff (laughs) film like it really happened here's the ridiculousness of this so uh the one of the guys, I think, I think the kid that was standing in the corner, went to New Paltz with Robbie Leonard and I. Right. And like when we were going through the whole story, we were like, "Oh my God, is this real?" Blah blah. blah. I was like, "We saw that kid at a frat party last week. What is wrong with you?" <laughs> like you know, it's not real. <laughs> yeah, like we know it's not real. Like, hey, there he is standing over there. What's up? But like it was. <laughs> <laughs> like it's either it wasn't real or he's a meat puppet. Like you tell exactly. me what, what it is. Okay. <laughs> this movie was scary, dude. It, the first time I saw it, I was especially since like, even with all that dumb like bullshit going around about it, it was like it was like super like no one did that before, like found yeah. footage movies is just like a thing now that people do and you're like uh oh, whatever, uh, but at the time it was like why didn't I think of this? This movie cost sixteen dollars, <laughs> and now they're all <laughs> yeah. now they're all millionaires. I remember it being very tense. I remember the whole there's that the, the poster super iconic to me. But that whole scene when she's talking into the camera, but not like talking to the camera, the camera's like yeah. under her and snot's coming out and she's like <laughs> drooling and it felt real, dude. It was super tense for me as like a 19 year old. And I was like, I'm fucking good. I'm not, it, it like scared me. It genuinely scared me. 
Yeah, I was, it didn't, like, literally just, like, the dude standing in the corner at the end was the part that, like, fucked me up. <laughs> like, I was okay with it till then. I was like, it was scary, but I'll deal. But just that, it was so simple. And I was just like, oh, shit. I yeah, don't know why it fucked he, with me. He's, he's standing at the end, and it appears like he charges her, right? And then she drops the camera, and you can't see anything, right? The, the thought we had at the time was that, like, one of the guys disappears, like, about three quarters in, yeah. uh, the thought is that like she's videotaping it. Then there's a guy standing in the corner, and then that guy hits her over the head, and that's why like the camera falls, and that's the end of the movie. That's that I've never examined it too, but that was examined it too much. But that was kind of like the theory poking around at the time. And they never show the witch, right? Have Have you seen the new one? No, no, no. Oh, the oh, new no. one's in more the... scripted though, right? The new one's not. No, I know, the but same in vibe. The... In the new one, like, they show the end of the first one, and they add a cackling witch to it. Oh. It's like, go get fucked. Hard pass. So, <laughs> he's like, so, I just remember also there's the creepy, like, wood thing that they make, right? That little symbol that's, yeah, like, like, will the, be the everywhere. kind of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. It, this also then spawned a bunch of found footage movies, like you said. There was the one yeah. where the people are in the water, and they go scuba diving and get left. Oh, open water. That movie oh, yeah. fucked Ooh. me up too, dude. Because Ooh. the dude gets killed like relatively like in the middle of the movie, right? Like something eats him yeah. or like the shark eats him and oh, yeah, dude, she... that's like one of my that's well, like a major fear, getting left in a body of water. <laughs> what I liked about that movie was that it had the most pointless full frontal nudity I've ever seen in a movie in my entire <laughs> I life. Gonna, I was going to say like, the I first know like you two were minutes when that She's just like reading a book and like spread eagle on the bed, and I'm like, "Is oh fine, but really?" You're like, "Is this necessary?" <laughs> You're like, "I'm aroused, but I'm scared." But, but I'm also in a movie theater, and then there's gonna be sharks. How does this work? <laughs> oh man, Damien, you have any fond memories of the Blair Witch Project? Yeah, I do. I don't like. We're gonna we're gonna quickly breeze through this one that's higher up on my list. Um, yeah, I, this movie genuinely terrified me. There's something about people who are in the woods and there's like, you know, a, a primal fear element with this whole story. And then and then they did such a great job of not or of really trying to pitch it as a documentary and, and yeah. like intentionally, <clears throat> excuse me, obfuscating that. It was genuinely scary. Um, yeah, I don't We're- know. We're all inherently, I think, there's there's some inherent fear of being in the woods or in a dark place with no light yeah. and our mind playing tricks on us. At least for me it is. And I think I, I think that's just human nature, right? Because we're all so used to having light all the time. Yeah. I think you, you get over that at some point if you spend enough time in the woods. But but short of doing that, it's a, it can be a scary place, right? Yeah, man, it's like being left in the middle of the ocean. We're not we don't have any place in the ocean. Like the humans shouldn't be like that's not our world. Get out I, of the ocean. I agree with that. And I might say that the woods are scarier um because of unpredictable woods people. I there is a real <laughs> I've said it before, like one of my wife's greatest fears is like country folk, woods folk. And like they're just they're just grouped together. Yeah. Like we're so used to the cities <laughs> that you get outside of the city and God forbid your car breaks down or you got to get gas and you're in the middle of nowhere. Worst and nightmare. it's, you hear the banjo from fucking, uh, 
deliverance. Uh, deliverance. Yeah, it's terrifying, dude. Yeah. And it's it's probably our own biases. Like we're all probably terrible people for thinking that. Yeah, nevertheless. <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> wood folk. <laughs> right. Sorry, wood folk. <laughs> yeah, if anybody listens, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. So that was Jarrett's number four, correct? Yes. No, excuse okay. Damien, we already did we already did your number four. Mm-hmm. Uh my number four is Tremors. Uh but I have a question for you guys. Is this a horror movie or is it like a monster movie? Is it a uh, like a buddy a buddy movie? Like what is this? I think it's a horror movie, but it's more of like a like a monster horror movie. But is it is it really a horror movie? Damien? Yeah, I mean I think this goes back to your initial question of like how do you define horror? Because it, I wouldn't have described it as horror, but in you know doing research and checking IMDb, it is labeled as horror. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what makes the it into like the broad genre, uh, yeah. unless you just say like, oh, it's a monster, so therefore it's horror. Um, I, I think I think that's it, right? It's yeah. that, and then it's fairly gory. Yeah. I mean, people are getting cut in half. People like poor Egg Chen from fucking Big Trouble in Little China gets gets eaten whole. Um, mm-hmm. through the bottom of his shop. So I think that it has certain tropes that a horror movie has, but it doesn't feel like a horror movie like Friday the 13th, like a slasher movie. Yeah. It feels more like a monster movie. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not like King Kong, which King Kong is a monster movie, but I don't know that I would consider that a horror movie. Yeah, I was just going to say, is that is that labeled as horror? No, but it's like a monster movie, right? Yeah, I don't I don't mm. know. Like the catalyst of Tremors are the fucking grab was it Graboids? Yeah. Graboids, yeah. I don't know. But I love it. I I mean you and I are doing a long form pod on this spoiler next week. Um I'm I this is one of the movies I have very fond memories of seeing it as a child. We went to go see this in the theater in a limo for my friend's birthday. Like five of us got to I don't I don't know why why his parents rented a limo and we went to go see this. Um, especially in 1990. Like, why would you let a 10-year-old go see this? Nonetheless, we did. Um, I don't remember being scared. I just remember it being like a really good time. But this is something like Ninja Turtles we talked about. As I've gotten older, I've enjoyed this movie more. And I actually think, I don't, I used to think as a, as a teenager, early 20s, like, eh, it's, a, it's, a, it's like Lake Placid. Like, it's a bad, good movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually a good movie. I think it's great. But I think it's good. I think it gives good performances. The fucking Graboids look pretty good. It's a, a very interesting premise. You got fucking Alex P. Keaton's dad with the elephant gun. Reba McIntyre. Come on. Like, I'm in. Bert. 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 I don't know about the sequels. None, like, the 12 sequels it has. I don't know if any of those are good. But this is. Yeah, there's there's a new one that, like, just came out on Netflix. <laughs> there is. There, the last one on Netflix, they could fly. Now, I ask you, are they? is it still Tremors if they can fly? <laughs> Well, there's that's but, the like that's the great thing about this is that but, they evolve and and there's like a never-ending you know source of material potential options for the. But oh, wait, the gra- but the do, graboids can fly. I don't know if they're the graboids that can fly, but it's maybe they're in the same like uh, family. Something flies. I don't remember. Oh, not, no, I thought you meant like the people could fly. I was like, if the people could fly, it's no, like pro- no. problem solved. Like, what's the movie? No. Yeah, that's exactly natural evolution. But I yeah. like Damien that you said it's the evolution of them. But doesn't one of the 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 sequels to Tremors actually take place in like the 1800s? It's like a western. I I don't know. I I'm, I've only seen the first two. I'm almost positive the third or fourth 
Alex P. Keaton's dad is the star. I think he's the star of most of the sequels. Bert, and it's in the it's in the past. It's like a sequel prequel. I'm actually it. super into that. That's like a. <laughs> I don't know why they don't go to that well more often. Like, make a new Terminator, but set it during the cowboy days. Like, <laughs> I'm into that, idea, that whole idea. Well, how do you do that when they're... Okay, this is... We're going to go down a... But we're going to go down, like, a, a, a wormhole. How do you do that if the whole premise of Terminator is them looking for John Connor? Like, they're trying to eliminate John Connor's, like, great-grandpa? Sure. All right. Done. <laughs> call Mad, John... Call... Mad, a, they got to eliminate uh, Mad Dog Connor. Call fucking James Cameron. I was, I was just going to say, Jared, what are your thoughts on Back to the Future 3? It's a serviceable movie. It wraps okay. things up. Right. Not as good as the other two, but not. I would it, not call it a bad movie. It has, I off topic again, it has fucking better uh, Rotten Tomato scores, both critics and audience, than two. No, hmm. that's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. It's one, two, three. But again, I'm coming around on three. I think three is a is a is a good addition to that. That's good, that man. Trilogy. I'm telling you guys, <laughs> it has ZZ Top in it. Yeah, Damien, you're number three. Uh, number three, we're going a little pretty early in the '90s here. 1990, Arachnophobia. Fuck mm. that movie. Yeah, horror <laughs> comedy. This movie still 100% holds up today. I think largely due to the fact that the production and the effects are fantastic. I think it will basically last forever. Um, real spiders, dude. Yeah, I know. They use real spiders, which, which, fun fact, if anybody didn't know who's seen these, there's a ton of real spiders. I was, yeah. uh, I was reading, I was reading that in order to like find the best real spider to use, they had like a little mini spider Olympics where they brought people <laughs> in uh, or they brought like you know, spider experts, whatever they're called in with a bunch of different spiders and measured like how fast they moved and if they jumped and like wacky shit like that reaction to touch and heat and cold and stuff like that until they found like the optimal spider to use for, for the movie, which was the Avondale spider from New Zealand, mm. uh, which is apparently just a type of huntsman spider, which, which looks evil, but isn't particularly harmful. Like a tarantula kind of. It's not a tarantula, I don't think. It's like, yeah. Uh, I don't right, know. but I'm saying a tarantula looks like a fucking a murderer, but it doesn't really do anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, unless you're, unless you're a bird and it's a bird-eating tarantula. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not into this movie. Like, it's got me tongue-tied right now. That, this movie, I, I saw it like once or twice in my youth, and I was like, I'm good. I, it's... It's and I'm not even afraid of spiders. It's just it's got a creepy vibe, and I think it's because they use real spiders. Yeah, yeah. F another fun fact: the apparently <laughs> one of the the large or the bird eating tarantula that they had at some point in the movie uh, was named Big Bob, which apparently was a shout out to Robert Zemeckis. Um, was made. <laughs> which is his movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Which was. Uh, which was like there was the real version of that, uh, but the puppet version of that spider, I think, was made by Jamie Heineman from uh, from Mythbusters. Huh. Interesting. You're just full of. Uh, you just really came with the uh, the research on this one, okay, buddy. I looked it up. <laughs> I put the the uh, Morning Geekdom Research Squad on it. Who's that? What's that consist of? What's that budget like? It's pretty small. It's pretty small. It's pretty small. Yeah, this is that's not on my honorable mentions or my uh, my list just because not that it's not a good horror movie. I just don't fuck with it. <laughs> Jarrett, what's your number three? 
Number three, I have Gremlins 2. <laughs> Is Gremlins 2 set in... Ho- uh, it's New Year's, right? Not Christmas. Yes? It is New It is New Year's, yes. It is set uh, entirely in the okay. Clamp building, which uh, is supposed to be a parody of a certain current president. Um, and this is one of the Hopefully rare sequels. not for longer. Correct. Oh. <laughs> what time is it? Maybe it's, maybe it's over by now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this movie is so... This movie is so batshit insane that there's a literal key and peel sketch about the making of this movie. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing you can ever you can spend an hour and a half watching. <laughs> they leaned like way more into horror in this one than the first one. Yes, sure, but it's like so fucking goofy. Like, I can't, like is anyone really scared of this? It has Hulk Hogan in it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think anybody's actually scared of it. But I think as a child, you might be. This is when they do their rendition of New York, New York. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have the female, the female gremlin who is not in the first one. <laughs> he got the gremlin with boobs. This is correct, right? Which is a fucking nightmare fuel, right there, like yeah. right off the bat. Because the first one, a lot of people think of as a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's set on. I think it's set on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, right? Like that's uh, why that's the catalyst. The dad buys this. Yeah, he bought. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. Okay. Dad buys a weird alien for his son. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, it was like, hey, we have three rules. Well, actually, the dad essentially steals it, right? Because right. the the grandpa doesn't want to sell it, and the, the son's like, eh. The grandson's like, yeah, we'll still sell it to you, man. I actually haven't don't seen forget this... these three rules. I haven't sat down to watch the second one in a while. Why does why does Gizmo show up? Does he just still have him? Yeah, I forget. He does. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Gizmo's still with him at the end of the first one, I believe. And he brings him to work. Is that how it works? I mean, he's bringing his dog to work in the first one. Remember, he works in the bank and he has his dog with him? Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that this dude has his dog with him, <laughs> has, has fucking little Gizmo. Anybody realize that Howie Mandel played the voice at Gizmo? No. Shut up, really? Correct. That's a thing? I... <laughs> that's a thing. I mean, he sings, he makes noises. Huh. He's a, he's a, is he a, wait, is he a germaphobe or afraid of the outdoors? I've got what, germaphobe. Germaphobe, right. Doesn't shake hands. Howie Mandel? I mean... Yes. Well, and, had, and, and Gizmo, apparently. Ahead of the curve on that one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know who probably hasn't got COVID? That guy. Howie Mandel. <laughs> All right, so my number three is Sleepy Hollow. So we talked about it you know, earlier in the pod. Did a long-form pod on it. Um, I think this is one of my favorite Tim Burton movies. It's one of my favorite Johnny Depp movies. Everything from like the tone of it, Again, the folklore, uh, the performances, just the right amount of like over the top violence, um, just the right t- type or just the right amount of like the color grading in it, right? Where it almost feels black and white, but it's not black and white. And then you get these moments of like violence that you get the really bright, vibrant reds. It's just very stylized. And it's like, hit, I think it's Burton's like bread and butter. Also, understated, not definitely not understated. Low key, great performance by Christopher Walken mm. in like two scenes. Can you splice in uh, Bobby Leonard doing his impression? Ah! By Christopher Walken. It's magical. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, again, this is something. This is on the uh, the the viewing list every every Halloween. It's super easy watch too, which is not always. You know, you're not always going to say that about some of these movies. 
that like horror movies are an easy watch. Like Blair yeah. Witch Project wouldn't be an easy watch. Mm-mm. So, all right. Damien, number two. Okay, so we're going to go really quickly through this because we already talked uh, about it at length. My number two was the Blair Witch Project. Okay. The only thing that I'll add is that I had looked this up as well, or sorry, our uh, Morning Geekdom researcher looked this up. <laughs> They've been pretty busy the last couple of days. Sure. Uh, they filmed this movie in eight days for $60,000, and it grossed a quarter of a billion worldwide. Yeah, I mean, we fucked up. We could have made this movie. We could have fully made this movie. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm surprised it cost that much and, co- and, and took that long, to be honest with you. I was about to say, where did the money go? Like, <laughs> yeah, my guess is probably renting the like fucking two cameras. Well, okay, so I re- they had a documentary or they had like a show about it, right? They had some sort right. of a promotion going up to it, but I remember the the promotional materials for this movie was serious. So yeah. I don't know if that was be you know this is not not this is before I remember looking into like film festivals and stuff, and this is super early internet. So I don't know if this movie was at film festivals and did really well or at like, I don't know where the word of mouth started with this movie. Yeah. But I just remember this was something like everybody had to see, especially, you know, the teenagers, early 20s. Everybody wanted to see this movie. The report that I received back from our researcher basically said that the movie (laughs) initially started off as, as like everybody knew that it was not real and that. You know, it was like the you know, they, they came up with the whole found footage thing. Um, sure. But then it went to a film festival and got more broadly popular. And the general mm-hmm. public didn't wasn't really aware because they were only seeing like the trailers uh, and like the promotional billboards and shit like that. That They they obviously weren't very uh, they were trying to make it seem like it was real. So the general public who weren't uh, following the film as much, I think, had a higher likelihood of, of not knowing. We were all idiots for thinking this was real. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's like, I mean, I was going to say it's like not that far-fetched, but you don't see a whole lot. There's nothing exceptionally sure. supernatural. Uh, and it seems, it's like, you know, many people's sort of uh, fundamental fear of going in the woods, which we talked about already, right? No doubt. Would yeah. this This movie, I think, if it came out now, would be more realistic in regards to like it could actually happen not not again not the supernatural part of it but some idiot fucking youtuber would go out into the woods and try to do this and like get hunted by a pack of fucking wolves or something you know what i'm saying like and then someone finds the phone and puts it on the fucking internet yeah like i think it's much more realistic that it could happen now than it would have been with a big ass fucking camcorder in the late 90s it's true, but I don't think they'll ever be able, like they'll never be able to capture the magic that this movie has because of the timing, like early internet and just kind of how everything was in the world at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, the internet would ruin it now. But I'm saying if it was actually real. <laughs> right. Like right. it would be much more realistic to happen now. No, the internet would ruin yeah. this now. If if it was on YouTube, it would you'd buy it as be like, "Oh, maybe this is real." But like <laughs> It's original form. Like, okay, they found this footage. You know what? I'll buy that for a half a second. But then they put it out in theaters across the nation. And that's why I'm saying, like, shouldn't we have all known better? Because, like, yes, they're not going to all... put a snuff film out in the yes. fucking theaters. We didn't know like, that it was going to be a snuff film, though. Dude, we didn't. It was pre-internet. We were all so naive. Yeah. Simpler times, man. Simpler I kind of want to go back to those times. 
Yeah. <laughs> just dialing up to AOL. <laughs> just, <laughs> just go to a just... go to a sketchy GeoCities website. <laughs> yeah. This came out in '99, same year that Phantom Menace came out. I got to imagine these are like two of the to that and Phantom Menace were like two of the top performing films of that year, right? They had to have been. Yeah. They had to have been. This became the all time at that point highest grossing indie film. Mm hmm. Yeah. Phantom Menace might still be scarier, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Jarrett, number two. Number two. Uh, this is my deepest cut. It's a movie called Cube. Has anyone seen Cube? <laughs> like, is it a movie about like Ice Cube? No, no, no. So this is a uh, this is a, this is one of the movies we we were just rent where it was like you go to the shitty local video store and it's like, hey, the clerk recommends this bullshit movie. You're like, all right. But uh, so this is basically a horror movie about bureaucracy. <laughs> okay. So the the premise is like a bunch of people. They cut, no one of note is in this movie. Um, so it's a bunch of people, they all kind of wake up, they're in this, imagine a giant, it almost looks like a Rubik's Cube, like it's, like the structure itself is like a giant cube, and then like there's individual rooms to it that are also cubes, and what they're all trying to escape, and uh, certain rooms have like traps in them that'll kill you, and like the cubes are moving, it's a whole thing. Um, but the reason I like this movie is that the, all the characters, I think it starts up with like five people walking around until they, you know, gradually die off. All the characters are like, oh, where? Like they're trying to figure out what the deal with this place is. It's like, oh, like this is like the government's like experimenting on us, and someone else is like, no, this is like some like billionaire who's like a madman. He like this is what he does for fun, and it turns out one of the guys in in there with them is the guy who designed it, and the reason the structure exists is literally just like, oh, this was designed as like some civil project that got miscommunicated and then yes men said yes to it and blah, blah, blah. Until eventually they just built it and started throwing people in it because no, just because no one wanted to lose it. It's literally, I'm telling you, it is literally the villainous bureaucracy. It's so so weird. Is this a foreign film? Nope, US film. Uh, There's one girl who in it who... Maybe you might recognize from like being the one girl in like CSI or something like that in like the one episode, but other than that, like there's uh, it's all no name people. Okay, um, so I'm I'm looking it up on IMDb. Yeah. They made sequels. I, I think they made two sequels to it. They did. I was gonna say they made the yeah. Cube Two Hypercube. Hyper yes, and Cube Zero, I believe. <laughs> cube Zero. Okay, uh, Cube Zero, the third movie has better uh, ratings than Cube Two. Just a FYI. Cube Two. Is I not had great. no. I had no idea that IMD, IMDb did a parents guide for movies. So I'm going to break this down for you real quick. <laughs> this movie, sexual and uh, sex and nudity, mild. Violence and gore, severe. Yeah. Profanity, moderate. <laughs> Alcohol, drugs, and smoking, none. Because, right. I mean, why would you do that in the cube? Yeah. Frightening and intense scenes, severe. It's Some things are kind of intense, yeah. This hits all like the tropes for a horror movie. I'm telling you, it's good. It's got kind of almost a Hellraiser vibe to it in certain parts, spots. Um, I, I mean, seven point two on IMDb. See, solid <laughs> for a VH, Jamie, for a random VHS might, I rented off a wall. <laughs> it's pretty. Solid. We might have to check out Cube. Yeah, I saw this on a bunch of lists as I was going through and looking at films, and I hadn't seen or heard of this before. Uh, but Google did tell me that it's a Canadian science fiction uh, horror mm, film series. Uh. Does that does that excite you or or dwindle your excitement? I've, it's just going to be probably more polite, and so I don't know how that makes me feel. 
It, it sounds like a precursor to Saw a little bit. A little bit. It it kind of it. You know what? That's not a bad. Uh, that's not a bad analogy. It's okay. like Saw. It, it's like Saw, but they weren't quite there yet with the idea. But it's still. Yeah, yeah. It's still interesting. I'm in. I might check this out like soon. <laughs> All right. So that was what were we on number two? That was two. We on number twos. Okay. So my number two is Misery. I haven't thought about Misery in in a while. Like, I, I watched it within the last five years again. I've seen it multiple times. I used to watch this a lot as a kid. I don't know why. I don't know if it was just on more often or whatnot. This movie is still fantastic. And, like, Kathy Bates' performance and James Conn's performance, especially Kathy Bates. I mean, she won the fucking Academy Award for this movie. She's terrifying. And this kind of goes back to, like, the Woods people. Mm-hmm. Now, she's not a Woods person, right? But she's a crazed fan, but she's also living in the middle of nowhere, and she's not doesn't have a tight grip on reality. And I would argue maybe one of the most iconic scenes in a horror movie ever was when she breaks that motherfucker's ankles yeah, with a sledgehammer, Oof. and he's begging her, don't, like, please don't, please don't. And he's, she's just like, yeah, you'll leave. You're going to leave. The whole idea of keeping someone just sick enough that they have to depend on you is also like a is a fear that's right up there for me. Because, like, how do you know that's happening, right? Mm. I mean, mm. I don't think my wife is going to poison me and then keep me just alive enough where she has to take care of me and I won't leave because, like, who wants to do that? But that shit does happen. Yeah, or it has happened. Um, let's see. I had a question. Did, uh, yeah. So I remember looking at this as well, uh, you know, thinking about this movie, but I don't think it's labeled as horror on IMDb, is it? Uh, I maybe I missed this one. I'll have yeah. to check. Yeah, I don't think it is because I remember going like, "Oh, th- this came up on a list somewhere," and I feel like I went and looked it up on IMDb to to confirm, make sure I was it was in, and I don't think okay. it is. Maybe I assumed it was because what Stephen Sp- or uh, what uh, Stephen King book has not been horror? No, it's drama thriller. Yeah. Well, regardless, though, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> this is such a great movie. And yeah, the performances are, are, are amazing. The the premise is like is very, very simple. There's no like yep. crazy effects. There's nothing wild. happening. Nope. It's purely like mental suspense. It is, again, your tense, the whole movie. Yeah. But it's an enjoyable watch. It's not, again, something like Blair Witch, in my recollection, that is not enjoyable to watch where this is. And I think it's because of the performances. Yeah. Especially after you've seen it once, like, you know what's coming up. You know the violent parts. You know the, like, ah, I probably shouldn't watch this part. And, again, I think probably one of the best Steve, uh, I keep saying Steven Spielberg, one of the best Stephen King adaptations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. What do you think about Misery, Jarrett? You're awful quiet. It's uh, I, It was on my honorable mentions, and it was there because I wasn't sure if we were calling this horror or not. Um, yeah, that's that's my mistake. I mean, I, I again, I don't know. I didn't know that you know Stephen mm. King wouldn't be considered horror. Yeah, yeah. So here's a question: So if they do a modern reboot, uh, since people don't read books anymore, what is the, what is she forcing him to do? Like, what what is the art they're going to try to modern this up with? Is it like a video game? <laughs> like, well, they've they've done it's they're not the same, but they've done variations of this, right? They just did that. The John Travolta was just in one directed by fucking Fred Durst, where he's like a I think it's called <laughs> Fanatic. Which was not a good movie, but I mean, and they've done uh, Wesley Snipes and Robert De Niro were in one called um, Oh the Fan, the Fan. So I mean, they've mm-hmm. done variations of this, not where you're 
where you're keeping them sick and you're you know you're they're keeping them close to you it's more of a you're obsessed with them and you're in every aspect of their life but i don't know like what medium would they use i don't know you could still use <laughs> authors good. right people still read yeah i got i get yeah i, I could probably see a harry potter fan going <laughs> doing, doing this exactly <laughs> um i think it would be much more likely where it would be like a like someone with like robert pattinson or one of these one of these you know teen movies or one of these these supernatural books that were turned into like a movie where you have these rabid fans. I mean, I could see like fucking Rob Leonard doing this with like Harrison Ford. Yeah. In the basement. <laughs> yeah. Like in the basement. I mean, there's, I could see a star Wars fan doing this. No, For sure. And the whole, the whole movie is, is Rob just showing, showing Harrison, Harrison. Ford his like sign, sign posters, his collections while being like fucking chained to his refrigerator or yeah. something. Yeah. Like just his leg. And he's like, just pouring him beers. Like no, he's gonna be in his basement and he's gonna make him act out the script that Rob wrote for Indiana Jones Five. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just the "I love you, I know" scene over and over and over. And over. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I could see this with any like rabid fan base. This is a- <laughs> I don't know, man. It's still a great. It's her performance, Kathy Bates' performance is is fantastic. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah, and again, James Conn is too. Mm-hmm. All right, Damien, you want to go through some of your honorable mentions real quick? Sure. Uh, I had a couple of not horror honorable mentions, uh, one of which was Misery. The other was Silence of the Lambs, which I figured would have been horror, but I double-checked it, and according to IMDb, it's not. Uh, And then my honorable mentions that were in horror uh, were The Frighteners, uh, Event, Event Horizon, and Candyman. I'm su- I'm super surprised that Candyman wasn't in your top five. Yeah, I went back and forth on that one for a long time, and I think it's okay. just been too long since I've seen it. Uh, I part of me wants to go back and watch this, but I'm worried that it's going to be really bad and it's going to ruin the like scary fond memories that I have of it. It it might be. Yeah, but I mean, I think horror is one of the genres that lends itself to like not maybe it's not a great movie, but it's still enjoyable. Yeah, I'm super excited about Candyman that was supposed to come out this year. I know, I know, bummed. Um, yeah, so hopefully next year, you know, if the world opens back up, it will, or maybe it'll come out on VOD. Yeah, but I was excited. That was one of the ones I was excited. I know. About. We talked about that as soon as we saw the the trailer. Yeah. All right. What do you got for number one? So my number one was very close to my number two uh, with Blair Witch, and I went back and forth on which kind of made the top. And so number two, Blair Witch was like obviously on the impactful, sort of scary, perfect for the time uh, film. My number one is 1996, uh, a sequel as Tremors 2. Okay. Which I think is more enjoyable than Tremors 1 for me. For, for whatever reason, like I've seen both of them a number of times, and I feel like when yeah. I watch part two, I enjoy it more than I than I watch part one. So no Kevin Bacon though. Yeah, I know no Kevin Bacon, which I'm okay with. I like Grady quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I part of and I, I'm sure we're going to talk about it on the Tremors podcast. Part of the charm of the first one is the two leads chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, I like part one I a lot. Um, but yeah. I, I think between like between the two, like I said, uh, Tremors two is more enjoyable for some reason for me, and it might have to do actually with 
with Bert, who I feel like is the my sneaky favorite character of of both of them. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. No Reba, no uh, Reba McIntyre though. No, no, she she left him. <laughs> she left him, man. Yeah. Poor poor bastard. Yep. And no Egg Chen. <laughs> nope, no Egg Chen. He's what got... about the kid? What about the asshole like uh, Milton? No, Mil- no, Milton's not in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really good though. Bert has so many good like one-liners too between between <laughs> the two films. Actually, maybe between the, beyond that because I haven't seen the other ones because I know they're going to be bad. But you haven't seen the western? No, I didn't see the western. <laughs> I mean, unless you're talking about Back to the Future Three. Not Back to the Future Three. It always comes back to Back to the Future Three. That's like your thing, like Rob Star Wars thing. Yeah. All right. Jarrett, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. So we talked about Blair Witch and Misery already. Uh, after that, I got seven. Oh. Uh, which, again, I was on the fence as if that's horror or not, but it scared the shit out of me to a certain degree, so I'll, I'll count it. Uh, Lost Highway. David Lynch. The, I was going to say that yeah. David... Do you know what that... What is that movie even about? Who knows... Like, who, much like... Who knows what any David Lynch movie is about? Right. Okay. <laughs> But I, who's the who's the murderer that was in it? Um, not Dude, it's been so the real life the so real long. life murderer guy Robert. Uh, fuck, it was like a big oh yeah, yeah 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 he was the TV he was on the he had the TV show for a long time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he was super creepy in it uh, yeah I don't know Bill Pullman's like switching bodies and shit I, yep well it just fucks it, it <laughs> it's probably not horror but like it it's unsettling. Uh, and well, it, like every Dave, like every David Lynch thing. exactly except that weird movie he made about the guy riding a lawnmower uh, <laughs> shit I should have put Lawnmower Man I, I was know. gonna say how did nobody put Lawnmower Man what a terrible <laughs> okay you know I'm putting it on my honorable mentions Lawnmower Man <laughs> Robert Blake by the way Robert Blake that was it <laughs> wait can we talk about Lawnmower Man for a second before I get to my number one <laughs> Of course. Go ahead. <laughs> the short story that it was a movie about VR where the story it was based on had no virtual reality in it. <laughs> I remember being super excited about that. I think it came out like maybe 93, 94, right? Some, sounds about right. Maybe 95, somewhere around there. And I remember being super excited about it, like seeing the trailers. And I was like, this movie's going to be fucking awesome. And then didn't get to see it in the theater, saw it when it came out. And I was like, this movie's terrible. <laughs> it's so terrible. It had like a, I know it's not even close, but it had like a Johnny Mnemonic feel to it. Except with more, maybe like, the look. With more sexually abusing a mentally challenged man, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about the story. I'm talking about like the look of it. Maybe, yeah, the look the of feel. it, sure. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. All right, we'll do a separate pot on that one. But, uh, okay, number, <laughs> actual, number, actual number one, uh, I put Event Horizon. Okay, I saw that on a bunch of lists. I don't know that I've ever seen Event Horizon. It is all it is. It's just haunted house in space uh, with Lawrence Fishburne and I know everyone in it is in something, but I just don't. They're not. They were yeah. quite huge. Uh, pitch me, pitch, pitch me on Event Horizon. Why do I need to watch that? <laughs> I just pitched it. it is all that all that movie is is there's a, okay. It's like a little of the future. I know I can't remember how far. Maybe a hundred years or something like that. There's a there's a spaceship that goes down to space and kind of disappears for I think it's seven years and then it pops up again, uh, and then they send a rescue crew to hey go find out what the fuck's up with this ship. They go onto it and they find out that it's been to hell. 
and it is literally it is just a haunted house movie. That's all. That is absolutely all it is. Except there's a lot of good. There's some pretty decent effects for the time. Um, the acting's pretty solid. It's generally creepy. There's people coughing okay. up blood, screaming and things in Latin. It's good times all around. So Sam Neill is in it. So, uh, Sam Neill is the he- is and Lawrence Fishburne are the two heavy hitters, and everyone else is uh, kind of B players. <laughs> I love the tagline on the poster, infinite space, infinite terror. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then it's got the most, like, cookie-cutter standard synopsis for a horror movie. A rescue crew investigates a spaceship that's disappeared into a black hole and has now returned, dot, 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 with someone or something new on board. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> infinite space, infinite terror. Infinite terror. I don't All know right. if it's infinite terror, but it's a lot of terror. There was definitely the a lot of terror. I mean, the, the violence and gore is severe. Yes. <laughs> yes. It and is, the frightening and intense scenes, severe. Yes. Okay. Damien, what do you think about that movie? Yeah, I mean, it made my honorable mention list. I like it quite a bit. I don't know that I would say that it's a good movie, but I liked that a bunch when I was... <laughs> Bite your when tongue. I a, when, I, when I was young. Uh, it has... You know, it's a mixture of two great things for me, which is horror and science fiction. The movie is also very, very, like, gritty. Uh, it has this sort of cool, near-term, future, uh, like, texture to it of, 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 like, the spaceship is, like, I don't know. It's very, like, textured, and there's, like, the, the buttons and stuff are really cool. So it just it, the whole thing feels like it has this cool texture to it. Like Bioshock? No, not like Bioshock. But it's kind of like they. It's the idea of like the used future. Like it's it's Got like it. it feels like Got very it. lived in, and the set design is yeah. really good. Yeah, like Alien. A yeah, bit. yeah, a bit yeah. like that. It okay. It, it reminds me of a bit of uh, some kind of crossover or a, a, a dollop, if you will, of Doom in there with the the whole <laughs> hell aspect to it. And it has, I feel like there's a, a lot of shared kind of like stylistic choices. What the hell is that video game for PlayStation that I enjoy quite a bit? There's a horror game set in space. First person. Dead Space. Oh, Dead Space, yeah. Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. So is it like, it's got, it sounds like that. Yeah, you know um, what? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> that move, that game fucking scares me. Yeah. I had to stop that, playing that first game because it scared me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That one, that one's a bit more like jump scary versus this is like absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is not quite as jump scary. God, it's just Alien. I gotta go watch. I gotta watch Alien. I watched all three I, of I don't, them. I don't watch it enough. Like I don't watch it, uh, you know, enough. Yeah. It's only it's only every now and again. Actually, I watched. Well, I was I said all three, but I've watched. I went through all of the whole series fairly recently. I think because I watched the first two maybe from some account that i have shared with you possibly for your probably yeah and then and then i just went on like youtube to watch the later stuff with prometheus and and the others i love that series so much yeah one or one and two right are just all timers. yeah for sure all right so i have uh on my honorable mentions buffy the vampire slayer again it's considered horror hmm. it has on on imdb it says horror um it is again like a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. I watched it recently again. I still really enjoy that movie. It's it's slapsticky, right? Cutting mm-hmm. off fucking Paul Rubin's arm, like it's slapsticky, yeah. but it's enjoyable. Yeah. David Arquette. I don't know what the fuck he's doing in that movie. Luke Perry, Pike. Like I'm not sure what anybody's actually doing. Pike. 
I don't think they are taking it very seriously. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Silence of the Lambs is on my list. I know it's not horror, but it's widely considered horror because it. Whenever you look at like what horror movies have won Best Picture, this is always considered one. Mm-hmm. Again, I know it's not horror; it's more thriller and suspense. That's why I, di- I didn't put it higher on my list or on my list at all because it's not considered horror. Something I really, 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 really wanted to put on my list was It from 1990, yeah. but it's a TV movie. Yeah. You bite your tongue with the <laughs> ugh. It. Ugh. I watch this shit every year. <laughs> Strictly for Tim Curry's performance. Yeah. Jared's so I'm, disappointed right now. I'm surprised neither of you mentioned Scream, or is that disqualified for other for being on other podcasts? Jared, guess what my number one movie is? <laughs> Scream two? Scream one. <laughs> I know Jared's gonna be like garbage movie for garbage people. Right. This movie was was super important to me at that time. I think this kind of re- restarted like the good horror like slasher genre at that point we had had so many bad slasher movies and this was one of the first ones that was meta right it's it's not taking itself too seriously it's making fun of that genre but i think it's great one of the first again horror movies i can remember having a really good performance by people who i felt like were my age even though i know they were older at that time i was like 16 i know they're in their 20s but they were being portrayed as my age um funny Good horror sequences, good performances. I enjoyed the shit out of it, but I know Jared didn't. I mean, it's no lone horror, man. I'll say that about it. (laughs) (laughs) Damon, you like Scream? Eh, I don't like. I don't have strong feelings. I definitely wouldn't say it's a garbage, garbage movie for garbage people. Um, What makes you not have strong feelings? I don't know. Like something about it. It's just like again, I don't. I'm I'm very ambivalent towards it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I I would say that it's only because of like nostalgia purposes, but it's not. I watch it all the time. Hmm. Like I still think it's a good movie. Yeah. Good performance. Iconic killer, right? Yeah, I mean, Ghostface yeah. is right up there. I think probably up there on the Ra- Mount Rushmore of of uh, movie killers. I would think yeah. at this point, it's an IP that shit. They're getting ready to make another one of them. None of the other ones have been good. Two is okay, but none of them are one. Jared is so just biting his tongue right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been there. <laughs> don't, need, don't need to repeat. <laughs> don't need to do it again. All right. Yeah, man. That's all I got. So what do you guys want to do next? Do you want to do 80s? Do we want to do, we want to do the, the two, early 2000s? What do we want to do? What, for horror or uh, just in general? In general. Like, we, we, we finished this up, right? We had, I think, six genres we want to, we want to cover per decade. Randomly, I started in the '90s. I'm not really sure why. Yeah, it seems like poor. Do planning. we want to? That's fine. It is what it is. No one would ever. No one's ever going to say this is the most planned out podcast <laughs> of all time. But you know what? We get a lot of downloads. So something's going right. I would say '80s. I think we should just go eight. Yeah. I was gonna say I think we should just go '80s. Yeah, uh, that was gonna be my vote as well. I mean, if we go back to 70s, I don't think I want to go any earlier than 70s. Even 70s, I feel like might be pushing it. I don't know, man. There's a lot of stuff towards the end of the 70s that's pretty iconic. It's true. We're, you're skewing the demographic, though. Are we? I feel like you would be. The Well, I mean, we just did Empire Strikes Back. Now, granted, that's 80, but that pod did fucking gangbusters. Yeah, it's also like arguably the... No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, we talk about horror, right? You talk about Alien, talk about Halloween, talk about Halloween 2, Friday the 13th. There's a lot of meat on that bone. Comedies would be more difficult, I yes. think. We're going to need to have 13 or 14 podcasts on just comedies because <laughs> for 80s comedies, my list would be 100 Oh, 80s, long. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, 80s, might we might need to break into like comedy, romantic comedy, might. like raunchy comedy or something. I mean, we might have to do just something. Just Steve Martin comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like Chevy Chase comedies. <laughs> Like Three Amigos, Three Amigos might have its own thing. Oof. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, this was fun. This was a. Uh, you guys gave me a uh, an hour long break from this fucking political bullshit we're all living in. So I appreciate that. And uh, I don't know. We'll do it again. I don't know when we're gonna do another another uh, genre one. I think probably at the end of November. But uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Cool. What? All right, everyone, that is our best horror films of the 90s pod. That is our last one for the 90s. Hope you enjoyed it. I think you guys did based on the downloads. Uh, these are fun for us. We're going to keep doing them. Like uh, we mentioned at the end, we're going we're gonna to go to the 80s and I think do six different genres for the 80s. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Thanks to Damien and Jarrett for being on. It's been a long time since uh, we've had a pod with, with Jarrett, so I appreciate them jumping on. Make sure you give us a follow on Instagram, at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter, at Morning Geekdom. Uh, also, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts are always appreciated. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. Uh, tell a friend. Tell 100 friends. Helps us grow. We, we definitely appreciate that. And uh, everybody be safe out there. I know it's it's weird time, so everybody just hope we could get your mind off of things for a little bit. But be safe. Uh, and we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.